I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite childhood shows and give you tips for surviving as an adult. Today, we're talking about backpacks and computer labs. How's it going, Tommy? I'm good. Listen, okay, to the fans for a second. We said we were gone for a week. Uh, Jalen has big things that happen in our life. I am just... <laughs> cannot say no to people and sign up for a lot of things so we took a little bit of a hiatus no, tommy had big things too tommy planned this incredible like 30 person murder mystery party for his girlfriend that's true I, and i didn't get murdered proud of you uh, always a good day yes but i'm excited to be back i i when i turned on the episode i was like yeah, Ned's is my jam. Talking to Jalen <laughs> is my jam. But you know, I came back this week and and we brought a guest. Yes, we came back with a friend. We come back bigger and better. Yep. We have Naomi. We made sure that her name was on the sign-up list for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We did not have to do a dice roll. She was successful. She can come into the podcast episode. Yep. Naomi, yeah. uh, happy to have you here. Hello, everybody. Thank you for letting me into the computer lab. Um, I do have a project due uh, for ninth period, so I can't talk very long, but I can uh, talk a little bit about this episode. And then I got to, you know, go print it out, which I, you know, takes forever here. Yeah. Hopefully you don't use a pants printer. <laughs> kind of team pants printer. <laughs> oh, no. Tommy, I understand that you are, but clearly there's some issues with the pants printer. <laughs> just don't get shoved in lockers. Don't have Loomer come around and shove you in lockers. Okay, but also that can't be comfortable to sit on. That's true. Not in those slacks. Naomi, what is your experience with Neds? Like, what's your what's your Neds lore? Um, I don't know if you guys could guess this by just who I am and how much of an indoor television kid I was, but I had a very big crush on Ned when I was a kid. Oh, and. I, I think that has just manifested into adulthood. I'm always looking for, you know, a partner to take care of me, someone who has advice and is always reliable. Um, this is all to say that uh, I was a huge Ned's Declassified person when I was a kid. I was so genuinely excited when Paramount Plus was like, yeah, all these episodes are going to be available for you to watch because Nickelodeon is very near and dear to my heart. Like, I don't know if you guys identify as like, yeah, I was Nickelodeon. I'm a Nickelodeon kid, like hands down. And I, I'm I'm thrilled that you guys are even like recapping the series, but that you you would even invite me on is so nice. Cause I, <laughs> the show is such a wave of nostalgia. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a Disney kid, but for Ned's, mm. I, I would dip back. I had a couple Nickelodeon moments, but I was all about a DCOM. I was all about a DCOM. Mm. Like that's so Raven loved her. Liz McGuire loved her. Yeah, all that's queens over the there. Queens yeah. across the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say I dabbled. I had, I had my feet in every pool. Like I was like I put my foot in. I'd be like, oh, Cartoon Network, you got some good shows over there. <laughs> and then I go over to Disney and Nick. But Nickelodeon, I mean, they had the weird. I, I always vibe with Nickelodeon because they kind of fit my like quirky vibe. Like I feel like they I had see that. that like yeah. I could see you being a kid who likes slime. Yeah, right? Like, that's that very Tommy vibe, but, like, that's, I feel like that's it, right? Like, the SpongeBob, the, the sort of, like, 
the Ned's declassified of it all, the Drake and Josh for me, which, you know, <laughs> Drake Bell not doing great <laughs> these days, but Drake and Josh, oh. good show. Like, there, there's so much when I think that, I mean, I've, I watched a lot of TV, so no disrespect to Disney and Cartoon Network, but I feel like Nickelodeon it has is, is, is very special to me, and I think it's because... Nickelodeon was fantastic at making these shows that felt actually relatable. Like we're not all Hannah Montana's. We're not all Sunny's with mm-hmm. chances and wizards of Waverly places, but we can just be a dorky kid in middle school. Who's yeah. dressed terribly. And that can be us. And, and that's why I feel like I, I always love the show so much. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Like, I think even when sometimes we're like, Oh man, Ned, some of these tips are pretty easy. It was still like, you could still relate to them. And I'd be like, yeah, I still thought about that yeah. when I was in middle school. Yeah, there is um, a Nickelodeon documentary on Hulu. Um, yeah, I forgot the name what? of it, uh, but they start, it's, I'll have to find it for y'all, but it starts off talking about like how Nickelodeon sort of came to be and what their philosophy was. And they wanted to create shows that were really like targeted towards kids based on like talking with kids and interacting with kids instead of being a group of adults making content that they thought kids would like. So they were really big on like doing focus groups and sitting down and talking to kids and being like, what do you want to watch on TV? Which is why I think they've got some of the like weirder, quirkier things where they're like, okay, we talked to some kids and they said that they would like to see, you know, uh, a butt bounce in an exploding toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Pete and Pete and stuff like that. Those early shows. It's called The Orange Years. I just looked it yes. up because mm-hmm. um, now I want to watch that. It, it, you're a thousand percent right, Jaylen. And it's like when you're like a kid full of like weird emotions, uh, you just kind of want to watch something crazy like all that. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I still have very vis- <laughs> vivid memories of they did a sketch called Sugar and Coffee where all they did was. Uh, they would just pretend to be hyper and then they would open like a funnel of sugar and dump themselves, cover themselves with sugar and then dump themselves and cover themselves in coffee. And like, that was the whole bit. And now as an adult, I drink so much coffee that I almost relate to it more, but it's like, that's it. That's all I want to see is people just covering themselves in sugar for no fucking reason. And, and Nickelodeon like has my vote every day of the week, you know? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And, and I think they nailed it with this episode as a, like, even as an adult, I was saying quickly to Jalen uh, beforehand is like, I still think this is so funny. Like this episode uh, <laughs> specifically, we'll, we'll start with computer labs. Um, when they do the the disguises, I die laughing <laughs> when they dress up as Lisa and Coconut Head. I did enjoy oh the disguises. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. And, and honestly, I feel like it's not talked about enough how good of actors they are. Like, the, you know, we've seen, I'm sure, so many shows where, like, like the iCarly of it all, where kids are, you know, they're overacting, they're being goofy, but it's all very sort of, like, to the camera and to the audience. And because this is more of a single camera show, I feel like the kids feel much more realistic. I mean, how how often do you see a male lead where the female lead is, like, a foot taller than him, right? Like, oh, right. it's, uh, it's, it's fucking TV gold, yeah. man. Which I was going to say, like, maybe it's because we took, like, a break and I haven't watched for a little bit. Did did Lindsay Shaw, like, the the, the woman that plays uh, Moe, did she, like, have a gross... I feel like she's more... She looks older in this episode. 
I, I mean, think in she general, she she is a, a tall woman. Yeah, I don't know. She's mm. she had that she had that adulthood vibe to me today. I was She's like, looking oh, yeah. mature. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is like we've said before too. Like the way they wrote Moses is honestly really good for the time period. Like they wrote her as a very strong woman who who doesn't need no man who just does she takes thing. wood chop <laughs> yeah that's so i mean there's so many things that like when i was watching i was like oh this jumps out to me i remember this like the pants straight up the pants printer is iconic i wrote it in my notes pants printer is an iconic that's moment and then backpack kid later like these visuals and these jokes stick with you for truly decades yep yeah, yeah, and that's what's cool about going back is like I, I remember where they're coming from now. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is uh, from that episode, and this episode definitely had those things. I mean, to start it off, we we get kind of introduced as we kind of have been the last couple episodes. We get the problems. Uh, each three has their own thing going on. Uh, Ned is is explaining the computer lab, but also realizes he didn't do an assignment. And classic Ned has to get it done asap. Okay, but did he not learn his lesson? He's done this before, Ned. <laughs> There's literally episodes about the fact that you, if you just do the work, wasn't that the whole, yeah, the whole yeah, lesson whole was do the work. Do the work. <laughs> Ned comes back. I didn't do the work. Do you think he looks at his own tips after he makes them? Like he writes them and then he never goes back. Nah, he, he just is living his life. Like he's the opposite of that TikTok tale. He's like, no, don't do it, Ned. I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. He's like, you're right. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's what's happening with Ned. We got Cookie, who we see uh, too dependable on his computer. I think we've talked about that a little bit with, with yeah. the, the pants printer. And like, honestly, Naomi, what do you, if you wear glasses or not, wouldn't it be distracting to have like the screen in your face all day, every day on top of your glasses? Yeah. So I actually do wear glasses. I mean, I wear contacts a lot nowadays, um, but I, I do wear glasses and I wore glasses in middle school. And I, I like, you know, there's a reason that Google Glass isn't a thing, right? Like there it's it's fucking impossible. I wrote in my notes, cookies, computer technology dependence is how I view Gen Z. And that's how, how I think of like the kids who are on TikTok too much. And I'm like, oh, that's what must their lives must be like. They don't even know how to get their locker without their cell phone. But, you know, that's just because I'm old and cranky. But yes, I, I, I love that they're like cookie is such a perfect character in so many ways. But the fact that he's always like perfectly mined for the right kind of like he's a nerd comedy. I don't know. I love him so much. I love I would I would truly die for Cookie and Moe's. <laughs> I was a big Cookie fan and still am. But Cookie can't even answer a simple question to uh, Moses' friend who we still haven't got a name for. <laughs> we, I don't <laughs> think she stays for much longer, but she's just like, how are you doing, Cookie? And he can't even give a response because the computer is going to take three minutes to decide how he's doing. These are simple. These are simple things. Opening your locker. You shouldn't need a computer. Like he's smart. He doesn't need the computer. But on the other hand, do you guys still have like dreams? Do you ever have dreams where you don't know your class schedule anymore? Or like you for, like I would have, I definitely went to like, I, I have so many dreams guys. <laughs> Cause there's so many dreams where I'm like, I've missed a whole semester's worth of English classes. Cause I just never went. Cause I never remembered that it was on my schedule. I don't know why I have these dreams, but I do. And I feel like I would, I, I kind of want my schedule on my phone all the time. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've had dreams about that. I've had, I mean, I've had weird dreams. I've had, I had a dream that I was getting suffocated by a marshmallow and then come to find out my mouth was just on top of my pillow and I couldn't oh, remember no. how to like, <laughs> I couldn't remember how to breathe in without like being in, the, I'm like, help, help. And then I'm like, oh, I could just take my head off the pillow. Okay. <laughs> just slipped up, you're good. Oh, so I don't my. know if that correlates, but that's, that's what dreams I have. I have not had dreams like that but uh every job that I like start like my first couple weeks there's like some weird mix up or like screw up where I like misread the schedule or go to the wrong place or like something so like when I started at UNF I was like late to orientation uh because I left the top to my creamer slightly ajar so when I went I like slammed my kitchen door and then creamer flew everywhere so I had to go clean it up And so I started a new job last week and I was like sitting on my bed. I'd woken up and I was answering some emails and I was like, you know, it didn't happen. I'm so proud of me. I did not have my first week screw up. Uh, Uh I had a meeting in seven minutes. I was not dressed. Uh Hair was not done. I was like in pajamas. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm supposed to be on camera on Zoom in seven minutes. I, I was oh my late. God. I was late. You got to get that cookie I, cutout he used. You just put the little cutout. Oh, yeah. Think it's you. The cutout would be convenient. Maybe I should start doing a virtual background that's got, like, my face in it. With, like, a thumbs yeah. up, like, a really, like, positive smile. <laughs> just like. <laughs> You're doing great, yeah. presenter. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm going to start convincing people that I'm actually Mike White and just using this photo as like, hey, this is me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Definitely... <laughs> yeah, I don't think your work would uh, question the fact that the picture no, 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 you're no, looking at is drinking them. wine. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but our last, our last issue, which kind of brings us into the momentum of getting to the computer lab is Moe's uh, was basically like, I already did it, but I need Cookie to kind of finish it for me cookies all game everyone's all game and lumen comes out of nowhere just to push cookie into the locker upsetting the balance of the pants printer which like again pants printer precariously placed it seems really dangerous yeah like how are you where is it going to print out of also like where where's the exit on those on that print you know they don't really talk about it <laughs> we just see him kind of Where's like the exit? yeah he just kind of shimmies and then it like tears yeah i guess yeah. it would be like above like it goes out like where the waist yeah uh, up, up and over his belt perhaps but why not like a calf printer you know Ooh. i feel yeah, like, like that... even just a fanny pack printer like oh a fanny pack printer would be cute oh yeah also like the heat you would think you would need a fan on it because like the printer is going to cause heat oh yeah it's gonna be a toasty booty yeah but that's that full (laughs) full swamp acid it's not even second period like yeah yeah uh, but but luckily i mean for us not luckily for him he the printer's broken he goes offline essentially um he goes offline and kind of shuts down for a second. No one seems concerned. Moe's and Ned are more concerned with each other than they are about Cookie just like breaking down. This friendship is loose, right? Like they're best friends when they want to be. But right. fortunately- The minute, yep. The minute he's not convenient. 
they're like, mm, we have bigger fish to fry. But fortunately, Lisa, our girl, comes in to save the day. Lisa was so sweet to Cookie, but also like, I was wondering like, at first I was like, it may be a little manipulative. Like she's like, no, come, you know, forget about your old life. You, this is your life now. But and we'll get to it at the end. I did appreciate that she let him go. Like she didn't continue. She was like, that's what you want. Go back to that life. We had this moment. We're big Lisa stands over here, Naomi. Big Lisa. I love Lisa Zemo so much. What a what a queen. And like the whole her and Cookie relationship, they really milk it too. In like the long run, they really drag this thing out. But I think to great effect, I you know, you don't want your characters to get together too early. You and, and it's 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 eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade. Like you're you're not your middle school experience is not you just automatically getting a boyfriend or girlfriend. Like that shit took time and development and, and a lot of awkward conversations before you could even think about maybe going to the mall together. I don't think I had any middle school relationships. I wasn't, I wasn't pulling like that. Did you have any middle school relationships? I got, I got my one story, Tommy. I don't know about you. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> middle, middle school Tommy was like I had more fun like doing wacky and bed like I was a crazy kid literal crazy yeah. kid like me and my yeah. friends would try to do like like we thought we were billionaires billionaire money ideas like we would try to make like laser mazes and so like no one was touching me with a 10-foot pole like I was like the crazy mad scientist kid who was just like uh, yes, if I take my grapes at lunch and put a toothpick in them, it's like a mini weightlifting set for a mouse. <laughs> oh, no. The ladies weren't into that? <laughs> no, they were. Um, they were I, chick- <laughs> I can't believe That's my energy, though, too. Like, making the most disgusting concoctions of, of consumption at, like, lunch. You know, like, how many different weird items can we put into a cup and make someone drink before, like, the period's over? Um, I've just changed my profile picture to a photo of me in eighth grade, um, which I think says a lot. My one relationship, because I also, I I did not kiss a boy until ninth grade, um, really the summer before ninth grade, but I would say uh, definitely not in middle school. And uh, it was this kid, he moved to our school district. He said he was from Alaska, which honestly, I doubt now that I think about it a little bit more, but he said he was from Alaska and uh, his name was Spencer, and he asked me out, and we dated for like two weeks, and then I was probably way too intense about it, and then we broke up, and uh, I don't know what he's up to. I don't even remember his last name. I, c- I couldn't even look him up on Facebook because I don't know what his last name is, um, but uh, he, was, he, was a, he was still a good dude, uh, but I, I don't know why he wanted to date me. <laughs> I hope he's still, I hope he is from Alaska. Now he's back in Alaska <laughs> and he is telling all his Alaskan friends about his middle school girlfriend, Naomi. I would, I would love to, to like know what he is up to or like know how he's doing, but he, I, I don't think he even made it to high school. Like he showed up in eighth grade and then I don't think I ever saw him in four years of high school. And like, now I'm just wondering if he was a ghost, uh, this, this doesn't feel like it was an experience that anybody else I went to middle school with shared. It just sounds like something that happened to me in my own private mind. 
I'm very worried. Mm, I'm a little concerned as well. I am a little concerned. I'm not going to lie. That'd be uh, fun though. Ghost, ghost middle school boyfriends. Ooh. Ghost boyfriends. <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah, we're, Ned, teach me how to deal with my ghost boyfriend. Please. I just looked uh, up my first boyfriend to see what, what he's up to. He's a, a supervisor at UPS. Oh. Oh, supervisor. Mm-hmm. Good nice. for him. Gets the mail out on time. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. Not yours. <laughs> no. Well, someone that we're meeting for the first time, uh, just like Naomi's supposed ghost boyfriend. We don't know. Ghost boyfriend. Spencer from Alaska. But we're meeting Bro, Mr. it sounds so fake. <laughs> it definitely does. Uh, but we're meeting Mr. West for the first time. Mr. Quest, sorry. Mr. Quest for the first time. Mm. Mr. Quest is a character. I remember that actor. I don't know if it's just from this show, but I definitely have always pictured that guy with like the long, almost mulletish hair, but like it's just because he's really balding. And I remember like oh if you think of like geeky teachers like this is the epitome of like the geeky teacher he's just not like a geeky teacher for me like he very much reads as someone who would smoke weed with the students yeah well he's from freaks and geeks he's also a teacher on freaks and geeks and this actor is one of my fave like you there's there's this real like arsenal of, of nickelodeon like uh I don't want, I guess it's like guest stars, but like it like Jerry Trainer, right on Drake and Josh of like they have the perfect eye for weirdos, and he's one of them. And and I love him very much. He's he's a great actor in everything he shows up in. Yeah, big weirdo. They really try to show that he was like kind of nerdy by like just having him roll uh random uh 20-sided dies every once in a while. I did love that though. That was great. <laughs> There's more to DD than rolling dice. Are you sure? Yeah. I, for those that don't know, I am into the D&D. Uh, I'm trying to get Jalen into it. We will see if it ever works. He's a dice. I support, I support you, Jalen. Keep, you know, protect your free time. That's what, honestly what it is. I'll be like, Tommy, can we hang out? And Tommy's like, no, I have to play D&D for five more hours. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> she does have a point. <laughs> it's a time commitment, but. I bet you Mr. Quest has a lot of time to play D&D in that computer lab because like he really doesn't know what he's doing as we learn. Uh, and he keeps a tight ship in there. There's a sign-up sheet. Ned was on the sheet, so Ned is allowed in, but Cookie and Moe's are not. You got to sign up. Although it's, I, don't, I don't think you had to sign up for our computer lab in school. We had a computers class. I don't know if you guys had this. We're like, mm -hmm. we, I, so I was in sixth grade in about 2006. And they were really big on teaching us like computer literacy and like Microsoft Word and teaching us how to be good at computers and, and typing and all that. So we we had a straight up computers class once a week uh, and, and we'd go to the computer lab and Mr. DeBonis would teach us computers. Yeah, we had that as well. We had a computer class. The middle school one was more, we kind of learned typing. That was more <laughs> high school. In middle school, all I remember literally about that computer class, we played Carmen San Diego. We played oh, yeah. Oregon Trail. We just played Solid. games. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't do any sort of learning in that computer lab. So um, I, you, in the high school, that's when we had like, they put the, do you remember the, they would put the, uh, like, 
I'm going to call it a blanket, but it's not, but they put something over the keypad. So you can't see the, the letters. And so you would have to learn the positions of the letters. Oh, we did not have that. Oh yeah. Oh, they wow. were like, they're like, Oh, you want to, you want to be uh, something in this world. You got to be able to look at your screen and just type without being able to, without having to look to see what the keys are. Did you guys ever, I, here's how bad I had it at one point. I was so good at typing on my phone, on my flip phone, that Mm -hmm. I could do it without looking at like the dinner table. Oh yeah, T9 without looking, like very important. Sometimes I'll do that with, sometimes I get in trouble with with the girlfriend Rebecca where I will maybe be messaging my friends too much or on Discord too much and I will continue doing it, but I'll be looking at her straight on as I'm typing out messages. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> she catches I'm... on. Like, it's not that clever. She knows what I'm doing. Uh, I, we started learning to type in elementary school. It was like maybe first or second grade. Mm. We had this like program it was called rewrite and type. And so you would log mm. in and, and it was like, I can read, I can write, I can type. And so it was like the thought process was like learn to read and learn to type at the same time because you're learning your letters and then you got to press them mm. on the keyboard. Synergy. What? Um, we, what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then we had a tech lab in middle school. So it was like a class Ooh. when we didn't have a computer. And like tech lab, I've talked about tech lab before. Tech lab was lit. So tech lab first semester was all about like Microsoft Office Suite and shit. But the assignment that we had was actually cool. We were supposed to like build our dream house. And so you had to like oh. use Excel because you had a certain budget and it oh. did, like certain things that you wanted cost different amounts of money. So like if you had, if you wanted to have a movie theater in your house, it was like a set amount of money. Well, this so this is like just make- like the Sims, right? <laughs> kind of. So well, you were doing it in PowerPoint. So you had to like make an Excel sheet with your budget and then you had to make a PowerPoint with pictures of your dream house. You had to like use something else to like draw the floor plan of your house and hyperlink it so that if they clicked on the different rooms of the floor plan, it would pop up with the pictures. It was it was high class stuff. I wish I could remember the name of that tech lab teacher because he was he was it. He was a moment. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was no he was no Mr. Quest. He's literally <laughs> punching the computer to get it going. Uh, yeah, we get some tips. We get uh, use your computer time wisely don't be playing no video games don't be playing no carmen san diego tommy but but this brings me to my question what games were you goofing off with in the computer lab everybody has them right the games that weren't blocked by your school's like internet server my school also had like computers in every classroom like like we talked about before my school somehow had money and so like very wealthy (laughs) yeah but we we were not it was just the school uh and there was a game where you were like 3D bugs and you were fighting other bugs. That was also a fun game. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, but it was like 2000s technology 3D, so it was like very cubic, <laughs> but I could tell I was some sort of bug. I'm not sure which kind of bug. Wow. We I, I, Look, coolmathgames.com, baby. Sorry, coolmathgames.com. Mm, yes. The kids do love cool math games. Damn, RIP Flash. RIP yeah. Flash player. I wanted to play addicting games like a, about a month ago. I was like drunk at three in the morning and I was like, I want to play some addicting games. You can't play them anymore. It's devastating. I loved addicting games. Uh, our I, big I was, one was Homestar. Yes. I don't know if I played Homestar. 
Oh, it wasn't a game. It was just like a site and it had Homestar like, Runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homestarrunner.com. It's still, it is still a thing. You can huh. still go there. <laughs> yeah. But none of our audience should because you got to use your computer time wisely. Right. Right. right, right. Mm-hmm. Stop getting distracted. Go back to yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, other tips sign up ahead of time, which you talked about. Yeah. Like sign up ahead of time. Just do it. It doesn't take that much energy or have a friend sign you up. This is my add on to the tip. Have a friend sign you up if they're already signing up like Ned. Right. Yeah. Cause even if you don't need it, at least you have the spot and then you can be like, Oh, I'm not going to go. Yep. Uh, go. If you can't go during the school periods, uh, go in the, the off time, like the before and after that's their other tip. We see backpack boy. He, uh, fell asleep though. He's a little tuckered out boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't sleep in the computer lab. Yep. And then we got to uh, ask teacher for help. So yeah, this got us to Mr. Quest just like, nah, I mean, he works, so I can't really question it. Like he hit it and it did go back on. So yeah, that was a real twist, huh? <laughs> that yeah. he didn't know how computers worked. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I was shocked. He, he seems like someone though. And maybe this is a, a stereotyping him as like, like, you know, the nerd of like, oh, he must be nerdy. He must know how computers work. Right. <laughs> That wasn't my thought process. I was thinking he's in charge of the computer lab. He must know how computers work. But that was me placing my faith in this middle school to hire competent adults, which they have repeatedly proven they yeah, cannot have you do. Seen who they hired? <laughs> Wait, just time and time again. Their woodshop teacher is essentially just made out of wood at this point. Just call him Mr. Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the more that I watch Ned's Declassified, the more I realize that all of their tips are really like hit or miss where it's like either this totally applies to your school or like there's no way that you would be after school or in school in the morning and like your computer lab would be open for you to sign up on, right? Like there's, it, it really does feel like it's just adults like looking at their kids and being like, okay, what problems do you have? And their kids are like, I don't know. I can't go to the computer lab. It's too full. And they're like, all right go back to bed and like like there's no it rarely feels like these are actually really helpful for middle school but but they do a good job of like faking it like ned always delivers yes. these with the confidence of like i'm gonna change your life i'm dr phil right now here you go here's the life-saving tip you need and it's never really that helpful right and i remember like when the show originally when they started doing promo on it I was like, oh, yes, I am going to watch this show for advice because yes. I need tips for school. Did you, did you watch the show for the advice? I mean, that was the original intention. And then, you know, there was other fun stuff that happened. I don't think I ever applied any of the, any of the tips. Yeah, mm. no, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we do get, so Ned's using his computer. Mose runs in there and just starts harassing Ned to get the computer so she could print her thing. Now, I I came in and I was gonna say, I'm team Ned here, it's his computer time, but is her thing gonna take that much time? Maybe as a friend, let her do it for 10 minutes. Right. Print it and then move on. Yeah, Ned was being a little bit of a bitch here. Like, just let her print it and then you have your own computer time. Right, that's supposed to be your best friend. Yeah, but Mose was being very aggressive and got them kicked out because Mose, like, it was no conversation. It was just like, all right, you got to move over. I need to do this now. Right. So I think they're both in the wrong. Honestly, I'm kind of for both of them getting banned. Cookie really didn't do much, but Cookie is barely there as as it is. Right. Cookie is trying to live his life without computers. 
what 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 do you think is you guys is like the the latest the most last minute assignment you ever did in school do you have any like memories of like the thing you were doing up until the wire yeah i mean there was i mean everything big, yeah <laughs> there was a big project that we had to do that was our entire so they our school hold that hold on to every assignment you ever had from when you were first in that school oh. until the end what and so we had an we had an anthology project where we in our english class we had to go through all those assignments and make an anthology of all our assignments and how they all connect and, and write. We had to write like synopsises of our writing and then try to revamp it. We wrote like a story in like third grade. We had to like write it now as a senior. Oh my God. And then make it into like this nice, wonderful looking book that they showed at like the senior showcase and people would go and look at all your stuff and be like, oh, look at his adorable writing when he was like one years old. On the, like first grade, not one, but yeah. <laughs> wow, look at how many more words you know. Yeah. Yeah. very impressive great growth not everyone had to do that that was that was a weird thing okay cool i mean i like the concept but i could see that as like a we are saving select things from just high school nope it was everything <laughs> just whole career let's go yeah naomi did you have an assignment that you like one that you can remember that you like really oh yeah like? Oh yeah. I was a procrastinator. I didn't do my shit on time ever in my life. I used to do my math. I sat in like the back corner of the math room and I would do my like homework, like last second. Um, but the, the one that stands out the most is my English teacher for whatever fucking reason was like, so this book report, the way that this book report, this quarter will work is you're going to read a book and then you're going to draw that book as a children's book and, <laughs> and explain the plot almost like a children's book. So I was a little shit and I chose Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban because I was like, I know this book, it's fine. And then I drew, I, I, for nine periods, I think I had English ninth period and for eight periods, I worked on that book. It, 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 like I did, I drew, I still have it somewhere, but like the drawings were impeccable. I colored it in with colored pencils, like outlined it with Sharpie, like it was beautiful. But I remember my teacher was like, you need to have it bound. You need to, if it's not bound, I'm not taking it. I was like, oh fuck, how do I bind this? I don't know why I didn't just ask a teacher for a stapler, but I didn't. And so I took bobby pins out of my hair and I stuck it on the sides of the book and, and he took it. <laughs> I got a grade on that. But it was still like one of the moments where I was like, I really got to do my work when I'm at home. <laughs> I mean, at least you got it done. Ugh. Call that a win. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's very nice teacher, but what an insane assignment. Yeah. I Like I see the logic, but also a lot of effort here. We're really doing a lot. Well, yeah. It, it, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, we move on to cookie who's now out on his own luckily like we said lisa picks him up takes care of him uh it's really it's it's sweet but it is like strange when he doesn't know that he likes corn and then she's force feeding him corn in the lunchroom it was a lot when he goes like face first into the corn so upsetting yeah like what was cookie before did was he just born with the computer because like what was he if he doesn't know how to eat food I mean, maybe his soulmate is that Siberian Husky. That is true. <laughs> I also like Mr. Wright showing up here and being like, when they're, they're talking about like, uh, if they don't do the assignment, he's like, Hey, just pop it in to let you guys know that I'm going to be super disappointed if you don't do that project. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> like, it was like so cheesy, but I loved it so much. Yeah. Uh, this show is so good. Nancy Classified is so good at like the weird teachers, like every 
every teacher on this show feels like a genuine teacher that you would have where they're not like a Mr. Feeney where they like begrudgingly like you or whatever. They're just like straight up psychopaths. And that's what all middle school teachers are. Yeah, <laughs> they, they really are crazy people, um, which is why we are always nice about the students because we're like, what do we expect when their teachers are insane? Right. <laughs> Did yeah. you have a favorite middle school teacher? Ooh, ooh, hmm. Um, my seventh grade math teacher, he wasn't my favorite, but he was my weirdest. And he used to shave, he had like a buzz cut for most of the year, but he used to shave an arrow into his head and tell people okay. that he was the avatar. <laughs> and so he'd shave his hair into an arrow, <laughs> Mr. Kelso. I love that. Yeah, he was a weird one. He was a weird one for sure. I mean, Mr. Mr. Virtus, okay, Mr. Virtus, my eighth grade social studies teacher, I was his, uh, like, you know, you know how your class has, like, the reader, right? The kid who always wants to read. Obviously, mm -hmm. if people don't, if people don't know me, I think you could still guess that I was that person, right? I was the class reader. And Mr. Virtus, I was his reader. And, and I feel like that man gave me a lot of confidence when I had absolutely none. So I, I appreciate him very much. So <laughs> the teacher that was the easiest to cheat in the class of though, was our Italian teacher. And, and honestly, I wouldn't have gotten through it without her not noticing a single thing that I did wrong in that class. <laughs> <sighs> That's I like my the tip. Arrow thing. That's... I wish that he didn't say it was from Avatar. He just like did it. And then like everyone just questioned why he has this arrow on his head. He's like, why not? Oh, he, yeah. He would just say he was the avatar. Like he he Wild. he <laughs> He was just, crazy. Yeah, he's he would fit pretty well on the show, plus I know the cross promotion of right? Avatar. Mm-hmm. See, Tommy Nic thinking like a businessman. Nickelodeon, if you hear us, me and Jalen right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a wacky like eighth grade English teacher. I had a couple kooky teachers, but ah. Gosh, I wish I could remember her name. I'm going to have to look her up. She has an adopted sister. She's a white woman. The adopted sister is Filipino. And people would ask her, like, how is, like, how is that your sister? She would literally tell people that her entire family got a race transplant and her sister opted not to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And would, like, milk it. And they'd be like, what? She's like, yeah. Like, we all grew our hair out. We dyed it. We did some skin bleaching. We had eyelid surgery. Like, we completely had our faces redone so that we could look white. Oh, my God. Got the dolls all. Interesting. And people would be like, oh, okay, okay. She's like, no, she's adopted, dummy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, oh man that rules i gotta uh, yeah it's just like the things that people like i uh i, I had like um fake teeth for a while uh that would come out because i had like i i was i have fake teeth but like i in, i was in the interim the, the the screws need time to heal when they put them in your face all this stuff so i'd pop out teeth and i would like lie about where like what happened where i lost my teeth i'd be like yeah i got in a bar fight and i was like 18 and like i would just constantly lie about why my teeth were missing because i was so sick of explaining it see that's fun though if i was a teacher i would do stuff like that like i would have a weird thing and i'd be like you want to know how i got this eye patch or something i don't know whatever i had i would make up wild stories about mm. yeah like a yeah like a shark <laughs> what 
my teachers used to like dress up periodically as this old fisherman. Like he had a full costume and a mask. And so it was this like yellow raincoat and this like full face old man mask. And he would walk around scaring people in it. Did, oh my did his God. subject, like, did he teach something that had to do with like weather maybe or like leadership? Oh, well, I oh, mean, a captain of a leadership. captain of a boat is a well, leader. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty, it was a pretty convincing costume, similar to uh, some of the costumes we see in the episode. Yeah, I loved, I, you know, I mentioned at the top, I loved them dressing up as uh, Lisa and Coconut Head. So yeah, we find out Lisa and Coconut Head signed up for the computer lab, but they don't need it. So we got Jennifer Mosley and Ned Bigby as Coconut Head and Lisa Zemo and uh, I love the the very over the top movie trailer esque introduction of them. Yes. Oh yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say I did notice in the background of one because I'm a crazy person. They have this sign poster called "Balloon Busting Contest: Win a Free Lunch." <laughs> what is a balloon busting contest? A contest to to pop balloons. You know, like all the who schools can pop are doing. the most, <laughs> and that's what the school is is putting their money into. Donkey basketball. <laughs> Everybody loves donkey <laughs> basketball. You it's... have no room to judge where a school is putting their money if your school invested in donkey basketball. All right, <laughs> I'll allow I'll allow the counter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get them going into the classroom. Uh, and it, it works at first. Like, he does not question the fact that these are clearly not Lisa and Coconut Head. Yeah, I was very concerned about, uh, again, the quality of these teachers. The fact that he was like, yep, looks like Lisa and Coconut Head to me. Yeah. And then- yeah, but I think that, like, they, they really performed the parts well. They were really committed to the roles. Moses Lisa, phenomenal. She gets my acting award. Ned got me when he got caught because he did the classic coconut head freak out where he's like, ah, ah, and he like <laughs> out of the room. Uh, but yeah, we get Mr. It all works until Mr. Quest decides to use company time to web chat with 6,000 teachers. And it all, <laughs> the whole system goes down. He blames Moe's dressed as Lisa. He's like, what did you plug in? And then find out that it's them. And now, they're all freaking out. They don't know what to do. We find out essentially Mr. Quest doesn't know what he's doing when it comes nope. to computer labs at all. I, yeah. I've heard of teachers like that where it's like, I, I've been reading like things where it's like, yeah, I had to teach calculus. Uh, I never took calculus. So every night I would have to read a calculus book to figure out what I was going to be teaching that day. Yeah, I especially feel that for subs that have to like teach and you're like, I know nothing about this subject, but okay. Oh, substitute teachers are even crazier people, right? Like if, if middle school teachers are like psychopaths, like substitute teachers are like truly the most deranged people on the planet sometimes, especially the old ones. Yeah, no. And it, a lot of times it's a lot of retired teachers, right? So it's like they, they have nothing to lose. They are doing this just so they're not like sitting at home all day. Right. They have like both nothing to lose. And then they're also like out of their fucking mind. Like yep. I, I just remember I had one teacher that like, came in and was like, oh, I, I'm going to teach Italian today. And then he looked at this girl that was in my class. Um, her last name is Mangione, which in Italian means to eat. 
And he just looked at her and he went, oh, do you know that your name in Italian means to eat? And this poor girl was not like, like very clearly self-conscious about her body size. And I was just like, why would you do this? What, how unhinged is this man that he just like looks at the girl who's clearly nervous about how people look at her and is like, by the way, your last name means to eat. I hope you have fun with that one. Goodbye. Like, oh my God, absolute psychopath. Yeah, sometimes teachers don't think. Yeah, I had a psych teacher who like multiple people asked to leave his class because he would take attendance, right? And he'd be going through all the names. So he'd be like, uh, Ned, Cookie, Mose. And he would whisper just women's names like that. Oh, no. Oh, That's no. problematic. Coconut Head, Seth, Aaron, Lisa. Nope. <laughs> nope. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, and then he did it to my friend. He, where, he's calling names, and he was like, Ratsy, that's your name. I couldn't sleep last night because I couldn't remember what your name was, but it's Ratsy. Nope, nope, cancel this leave. man. <laughs> Yikes, that's not good. And it was not good. And then he... Uh, disappeared one day and we had a sub for six months and all oh we did was god. watch boston legal in its entirety oh my god did he go to alaska he did not go to alaska he either ha- i can never remember he either had two strokes and a heart attack or a heart attack and two strokes yeah well but there was a rumor that a refrigerator fell on him and that's why he was gone oh fortunately the refrigerator did not fall on him well, we'll. I'm gonna believe the refrigerator story. That's what I'm gonna tell. Him. <laughs> That's what you're sticking with. Yeah, it was the refrigerator that took him out. Uh, but Mr. Quest didn't get taken out by a refrigerator. He just doesn't know what he's doing. And luckily, Mose and Ned have a proposition for him. They say, "Listen, we won't tell anyone that you don't know what you're doing. We'll get Cookie to fix this all for you. All you have to do is unban us." And he's like, "Done, easy." So they go off to find Cookie. He's out smelling the flowers. He's got a little flower in his hair. Uh, him and Lisa, they're like laying on a bench. It's great. They're having a great time. They're having a great and walking children in nature. Like they're just having a blast. I don't go outside enough anymore. You know, it reminded me to go outside and take take a breather. Yeah, I should take a walk this week. And there's no flowers for me to smell, but smell some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could take a, a, a page out of their books instead of Ned's for once. Uh, but Cookie kind of breaks out of it pretty quickly. He's like, listen, like, I, I'm a changed man. And then Ned's like, or he's like, I haven't even smelled the roses. Ned gives him a rose and he's like, all right, I'm good. Yep, he's, he's smelled enough. He's back, baby. We got, hey. he's back. But, you know, I like I said, Lisa could have been, like, challenging him here. Lisa supported him the whole way. And uh, I I love that she was like there was that funny moment where she's like goodbye and Ned's like you could you could literally come with like we're just walking over there yeah. but Lisa's still so supportive and we love her for it yep and that's basically the end of computer lab we have the 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 you know the the basically Mose gets her stuff printed she gets an A plus Cookie is now teaching Mr Quest in his spare time I hope he gets something out of this like is Cookie just doing this for free right like maybe cookie can teach him how to actually do the things yeah and uh ned didn't get a grade he did get an extension though 
and Mr. Wright is watching over him, but we see that Mr. Wright is just playing games, gets caught, and now we have Coconut Head Mr. Wright. Which was a thought. <laughs> I loved it. So what a look. He served. That was yeah. great. He he pulled that hair off well. I was like, well, I love it. He like tries to hide away and he's just like covering himself. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, someone in that writer's room was like, you know, it'd be funny if we make an adult wear the coconut like everyone wanted to wear that coconut head wig that's my prediction everyone just wanted to try it on once if, if that is the case i'm happy that they created opportunities yeah do you know he still has that the actor uh still has the wig in his house oh don't they live together no so like they were ned, roommates so ned um maybe they were at some point i know ned lives with the curly haired bully that they're roommates um, mm. oh yeah, they like met in LA at some point. They were like, "Wait, we actually get along pretty well. Let's become roommates." And let's so hang out. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's computer labs. I have a little tip for you guys. Lay it on us, Tommy. So, uh, in in life now, I don't go to a computer lab, but I do have a computer for work uh, that is provided to me. And for me, what I want to talk about is. Uh, limiting the distractions. They, they talked about it kind of in this episode of use your time wisely. But what I want to talk about is finding ways to not get distracted by the internet, the scary internet mm. that we have nowadays. Mm. So a tip, if you're having trouble struggling, you know, either at work or for like side projects that you do, like maybe editing a podcast sometimes. For all the times I do that. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, do an hour of work, and then do maybe like 10 minutes of, of free time, 15 minutes. If you set those those uh, those timelines for yourself, it gives you something to look forward to and also make sure you're doing work instead of saying, oh, I'm going to work all day. And then you're really just, you're, you're just going to go on the internet for like two hours, three hours. Sticking around. Yep. So that's my tip for us today. It's a good tip. I love that. Um, my, I, I have, okay, so I have my tip, which is uh, use Google Drive. That's my tip. Because when you get to college, you think, oh, I'm just going to put this Word document on my computer. It'll be fine. That shit's not going to save. Use Google Drive. That's it. That's just adulthood for me. I kind of agree with you. I, I, I use other, like, I use external drives because I have fancy stuff. But I use Google Drive for a lot of my uh, uh, documents. We use it for this podcast. We do. That, that's what I'm saying. The collaboration, the ability to print from whatever computer you log into. It like it, it changed my life so dramatically because it was like a development when I was in college. And I you you will never see me with Microsoft Word on my computer. Do not you will never catch me because I'm Google Drive until I die. Google, take my information. Go ahead. That takes us to the next part of this episode. Backpacks. Backpacks, you know we love yeah. a backpack. And you knew our boy, Backpack Boy, was going to be the star of this episode. He came in. I knew he was going to be in this one, and he was thriving. His backpack layer? It was wild, but I'm actually kind of disappointed knowing that he has that many options, and that's what he chooses to carry around. Yeah, that is true. Did everyone have, like, a, a fun backpack growing up? Mine was... Yeah. <sighs> I had pink. I had my initials on my old one. You know, my mom was an LL Bean bitch, and we had. I had the NRC, but then I, I actually still have like a backpack that I used to use in high school. Like I, I it's you know, it's a JanSport that's old and haggard, um, but it's. Uh, I I don't know. Like I I was a 
I was kind of a stuffed backpack kid. I always want, I had aspirations of being like the, the messenger bag. I tried out the messenger bag. I tried out the one shoulder. I tried out the tiny little Jansport and none of it ever worked for me. I was always going to be a big backpack dork kid. Yeah, I definitely had the normal, a lot of mine were hammy. So I, I had four brothers. So a lot of my backpacks were just hand-me-downs. Uh, but I once got a satchel. That was very exciting. The, the you know, I had the little the side shoulder uh, a backpack. But I never got close enough to my backpack that I named it, I will say. I did not name any of my backpacks. I like middle school and high school backpacks were nothing. Well, I only wore a backpack in middle school. High school, I became a tote bag bitch and I just carried around a purse. Um, but once I like graduated, I appreciated backpacks more. So I have two that I love. Um, and one of them is my like rehearsal backpack for Ooh. when I was doing like theater stuff. And so I had like snacks and deodorant and like all of the like, little goodies that I would need. Yeah. I still use a backpack because like a lot of my job is like taking a computer around and like I usually take books or things I need to do if I'm like going to other places. And so I, I still carry a little backpack around like I'm going to school. I got that for you. Yeah. I do too. Uh, so yeah, we get into the episode uh, and Ned's telling us backpack is your best friend. Regardless, your backpack's always going to be there, reliable. He gives us some tips basically of what we need to pack. He said, pack an extra shirt pack tissues uh he said pack some sharpened pencils and he said put your name and your phone number in the back at pack so if it gets lost people know where to return it to which is thoughtful of him mm. i did not carry around a lot of the stuff that he said that you should carry around i did not have tissues or extra shirts or sharpened pencils <sighs> yeah that just felt like i look i always keep back in my backpack makeup bag deodorant stick hairbrush tiny hairbrush but beyond that and that's like my giant purse my mary poppins purse as an adult but like as a kid like you keep that shit in your locker like if you need an extra shirt if you need like all this stuff that's that's your locker that's not your backpack your backpack you need tissues and hand sanitizer yeah i was gonna say i a lot of this was in my locker like extra shirts or whatever uh naomi what we found out is uh jaylen here did not have lockers growing up what california doesn't do lockers or That's nurses yeah Which... i also yeah no lockers no nurses yeah no nurses a, no we did not have a school what day. happened if you got hurt they called your mama oh my god and then I, that your honestly mama, sounds better though you well, your mom would get on the phone and be like what's wrong you're gonna be like this thing happened and it, if i come up there it's going to be a problem. If I got to leave work to come get you, you're like, okay, I'll be fine. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so, then, so my thought is maybe, may, yeah, me too. My thought though is maybe Ned, you know, they're from California. Maybe this is like a California, like they may need to pack the shirts in their backpacks because they don't have lockers, even though they, have, they lockers. Do have lockers. Yeah, you know what? I'm questioning this. <laughs> I'm questioning myself. Uh, you know, Ned, there's no explanation for this. Yeah. You don't need to pack that much stuff. And and that's the thing too. Don't overstuff your backpacks, boy. Like that's how you end up with Earl having some patchwork on his bottom. Yeah, you get bullied if your backpack is 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 thick, you know? Yeah. Yes. No, no thick backpacks up in here. Unless you're backpack girl and it's your look. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I miss backpack girl. Uh, so we find out Moe's lost her backpack. And like that's upsetting but what's even more upsetting is her diary was inside of her backpack 
Did you keep a diary, Tommy? I had a journal, but it was never like one of my friends like still journals to this day. Every single day, she has like like a bookcase of all of her journals of her entire life. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not that like it was like maybe sometimes I'd be like, it was a good day. Bye, Tommy. Like, <laughs> I I didn't do it enough that it was ever anything juicy enough for anyone to to steal it. Yeah, Mose, why the fuck did you bring your diary to school? Leave that shit under your bed. What are you doing? Yeah, like, bringing it to school seems like a weird flex. It very much seems like a home thing. Like, was she planning on writing in her diary during school? I mean, I know. maybe, maybe she was, like, at lunchtime, and she, maybe that's her time to write is at lunchtime. She's like, that oh. So, what is she doing, Mose? Yeah, I mean, you guys are right. I'm trying to validate these characters, but all, all their moves this episode uh, are questionable at best. And we get her kind of going through what Ned's calling the different stages, uh, denial, anger, and then it's supposed to be acceptance or hopelessness, then acceptance, but she just gets more angry. It'd be like that. Yeah, and everyone keeps turning in Ned's stuff. And this is kind of leading to when, when Moe's uh, pushes him again into like a locker. What is up with people pushing people? This, people at the school are very rude, is what I've determined. Yeah, because Moe pushes Ned and basically breaks his backpack. Earl's dead, in my opinion. Earl, there's no saving Earl at this point. No, apart. absolutely not. No. He's had his day. The time has passed. Yeah. So yeah. we got Ned and his Earl sad backpack. He's going to go find a new backpack. Moe's, she needs to find her diary. We get introduced to Cookie and his new invention. We got the body pack. Ooh, ooh. the body pack. I can tell that all of us are so on board with the body pack in this call right now. We got the body pack. We got the pants printer. We got, you know, his glasses. Like, Cookie, why does all of your technology include your physical body? Also, like, why would you put that shit out there? Because, like, if you're, like, a, you know, a person who has a period, right? I'm not sticking my tampons to my my, my body pack. Like, I'm Absolutely not, like... Not. Maybe you put them in, like, a little, like, a, I guess a little, I guess it'd be a backpack. And then you put them in, like, a little bag, and then you put that on your body pack. Yeah, I stick my purse to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, essentially, what for those who didn't watch, it's, it's this red, the color he picks is red. It's a red... Uh, full body suit and then he just has velcro all over it and uh, uh he just sticks everything some of the things i was there was a spatula when is he ever going to need a spatula <laughs> at school i love cookie at this school you could need anything yeah you might need a knife honestly like shit gets crazy yeah so we have cookie doing whatever he's doing with that he, he really it doesn't ever really come up other than the fact that we'll get to it you know he gets thrown <laughs> just just the shenanigans he gets into but he's gonna go looking for moses diary uh and being a good friend ned is more concerned with his own backpack to be concerned with is. her diary yeah and backpack boy comes up to him almost like like it was like like this sketch deal he's like Three. he's like hey you need a backpack <laughs> i got you come over here <laughs> uh was there ever a kid? So now we, we, we talked about yes. in Jalen's school, there was a backpack girl. Did you have like a backpack kid or anyone who like was identified in your school by like a certain thing? Uh, no, I feel like for, for us, it was like, 
um, we, we just made fun of the Rolly Kid backpacks, right? Like, nobody was really, like, a backpack kid. I think we had, like, a kid who wore, like, a, a Dr. Seuss kind of, like, uh, cat in the hat style, like, red and, and white striped hat all the time. Oh, I remember him. <laughs> hat kid. But no, nobody backpack related. Hat kid is a good name, though, as well, you know? Hat kid. We had the, I won't say their name, but we had the twins. Uh, and I felt bad. They kind of got made fun of because they they just dressed exactly like every single Ooh. day for school. And they didn't really talk to a lot of people. They only whispered Ooh. to each other. So it was like, it was that kind of vibe. And so like, I feel bad now. But at the time, they were definitely like, oh, like the twins, you know, blank yeah. twins. Yeah. I used to work with a set of twins. They used the pronouns we. Hell Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like, we have to go to class now. Goodbye. Hell yeah. That rules so hard. No, I had twin brothers and they did not do any of these things. They literally like were in work group me's as one one unit. Like their name on group me was the twins. <laughs> they worked on separate staffs, but were just in both group me's, would kind of respond as one human. Jalen, should we do that? Okay, whatever, we'll just be like, we are podcasting now. <laughs> we cannot. I would hang love out. that. Everyone just like it becomes like um like the the delightful children from down the lane style of like you just talk at the same time all the time in a creepy tone of voice. I would love that. I was also a big kids next door fan. Uh <sighs> I almost debated doing a recap of that, but there's. I was gonna say that that's the next one. Yeah, let's go. It was so number five. uh, I love number number, five. I was a number one fan as well, but he was kind of weird, but I liked him. (laughs) Number one. Yep. Yep. Uh, And so we get introduced to. We talked about the backpack boy Larry. He has so many backpacks. The gummy backpack was weird for me. Yep. So we get the different ones. We get party backpack that's the one with the disco i was vibing with party backpack i was surprised to see party backpack because i was like oh he doesn't just always have a disco ball in his backpack that was just a special occasion replica yeah that was party (laughs) backpack uh we have uh gummy gummy pack the all edible one yeah that that i was not a fan of gummy backpack Mm -mm. i don't like it Nasty, nasty, like a movie theater floor, just sticky and gross. Yeah, I'm also not a big fan of gummies in general. I'll, I'll enjoy them, but I'm not a big, the texture of gummies kind of freaks me out sometimes. I can do gummies. Just imagine, though, like wearing and having a wall of gummy on your back, touching your shirt, and then you take it off, and then it's all covered in lint. Yeah. <sighs> And, and, and you, then then it's like, what if what if other kids like try to, you know how like kids were like vicious with gum, uh, you know, like then it's like, what if they're trying to take the gum off your backpack? Like, you know, it, it's just it's a jungle out there. Or if you yeah. have to like sit in that person's seat after them and it's sticky. Or if you get stuck <laughs> in the sun, like, uh, you know, if you get one of the seats right next to the window. Oh, just- my God. Yeah. Like if your school doesn't have AC or something. Horrendous. Yeah. Uh. And then we get introduced to Raft Backpack, which is just a giant. <laughs> I liked Raft Backpack. Raft Pack for sure. Yeah, Raft Pack was great. Uh, and then finally, we get the one that Ned picks, the Behemoth, which is just, it, it's too much. It's way it's too, too much. much. Your shoulders would be dead by the end of that day. 
and you just you just don't need all of that you don't need it yeah and and backpack boy's like listen ned you're not ready for this i'm not even ready for for it and if backpack boy's not ready for it ned why do you think you're gonna be because he's ned and that's what he does yep yeah and uh we get cookie so this is where what i was hyping up already cookie is looking for the diary runs into loomer and them again uh and, and this is like it was loomer's job is only to bully so far I, I can't wait till we get into loomer and his like when they start to develop him, him a little bit more i i i really love loomer and like what what he's like an iconic bully that has stayed in my mind rent free for my whole life and it's because it's a great character, right? So well written. Yeah, he has some depth with him. He's he's a sensitive soul sometimes, but right now he's not. And he throws. They figure out that uh, the stuff on Cookie sticks, and so they throw all of his items up onto the banister in the gymnasium. And this is where Cookie, <laughs> you, Cookie, you're asking for it, man. Yes, right. yes. I'm glad you said it. Like he's like, ha ha. You have nothing else to throw now. So what do they do? They throw Cookie up there. Yeah. Cookie's just hanging up cookie, on the That's banner. what you get. Yep. While Cookie's hanging, we get our good buddy, Gordy. Uh, probably is least controversial yet, Gordy, maybe? Perhaps. Still I weird, love Gordy, though. Man. Still mega weird. Yeah. We, we, I enjoyed Gordy growing up. As we've been watching, there's some things I question about Gordy. Like, one time it looked like he came from a prom, so we questioned that. He was going to tux. Yeah. Um, so I'm just not sure what Gordy's vibe is, you know, Naomi. Uh, but yeah, he he shows most the lost and found, but really it's just a display because everything that gets lost and found, <laughs> he throws into this furnace he has in his in his janitor's office. Which is honestly, knowing how dirty children are and like how awful and gross middle schoolers are, it's the correct move. To just burn everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, we see him burn a Viking ship, someone's project. I, I, what if they still need it? I mean, I guess it was graded already, so it doesn't really matter. Right. They probably left it because they were like, wow, fuck this. I got to see. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Burn, burn. Who cares? Did you ever burn? Did you do that at the end of the school where you take all of your books and all of your assignments that you have left over and you have a bonfire with your friends and you throw all your homework into the bonfire? No. I, I did it with like ex-boyfriend's letters. I, oh. I I went through a whole moody moment. Olivia Rodrigo was was years behind me having my <laughs> moment. Was uh Spencer from Alaska? Was he in there? <laughs> no, no. Some people had a little bit more of an impact on me. <laughs> Spencer can't write letters, he's a ghost. <laughs> you're yeah. right, you're right. What was I thinking? Ghostwriter. Uh, Word. Maybe if you ever had a poetry <laughs> class, uh, Spencer would have been there, like the movie Ghost, where you'd be helping you make the poetry. <laughs> yes, the pottery, correct. The pottery, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we see that. And, and Gordy is, he's like, listen, I'll at least help you hang up posters. So now we have Mose and Gordy. They're going to go hang up posters. Again, everyone's supporting Mose in this, except for Ned. Because he's a fake friend. Ned is going around to everyone. He is the party person. He is giving he's giving fans to people that are hot. He gives a he throws a birthday party for, yeah. for a girl. Well, she needed it, really. If everybody forgot her birthday. Honestly, yeah. Like, like I that was a good move by Ned, but it's like also like 
how did he know this cake? I have so many questions about like how he knew how this backpack worked right away. Maybe mm. there was an instruction manual. And Maybe Ned there was a declassified it? guide to this backpack. And you think Ned Bigby read that read something? He had to be doing something because clearly he wasn't working on that graph project. You're right. You're right. He probably was reading this backpack. Uh, <laughs> manual. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I I want to know like what color backpack would you have now as an adult? What would you have? I love my like current backpack choices. I'm a big fan of like a bold print. Um, so I, I've got these like really cute palm leaves on my backpack. So it's like a white and green moment. I have another one that's got like a fun print. I'm all about a print. Mm -hmm. Give me a pattern. Yeah. I want to be spotted from a distance. I like that. I, I will say I have a boring uh, black uh, Ikea backpack Ikea. Ikea. i didn't even know they sold backpack well they do oh and i <laughs> i got that ikea it did not come with swedish meatballs though mm, i see i see but uh i would probably i don't know i i like forest green i think it's a really fun color yeah oh. i'm into it yeah i like that <laughs> what about you mm. I have no idea anymore. I, I'm too, maybe like a yellow, like a taxi cab yellow. I always like that color. I, you know, you want something that says I'm cool, but also like, but also I'm stylish. And yeah. and I feel like, like a cool color, like a, like a, a bright red or like a, a I don't a know. Neon black orange? Or Not neon. Cause I have like a neon blue backpack right now. And that makes me feel like I'm a middle schooler all over okay. again. Yeah. Maybe like a backpack with say some pinwheels on it. It's mm. going. I don't know yeah. if I've seen that, but you could make that, Tom. I gotta go talk to Backpack Boy. He probably has it in his closet. You have yeah, to. he'll get it to you. Also, how does the school not know about this this backpack? Closet? I know. Very. They don't know about a lot of things. You're right. You're right. Uh, and and we get Cookie. He he does something good. He fall. He sees as he is up in the the gymnasium. Susie and unknown girl are going through. Uh, I actually think her name is Mimi or something. Mindy. She comes up later. Uh, she but she. Uh, they are going through Moses' backpack, and they're like, ha ha ha. She probably has such stupid stuff in here. Ha ha ha. And then we find out it's kind of like glanced over, but. The girl mentions how Susie and the Moe's have like the same things in the backpack. Mm -hmm. Some foreshadowing. Is there yeah. Also, I feel like I feel like Susie Crabgrass does not come out looking good here, right? What a bitch going through this girl's backpack. Stop it. I don't understand how they wanted us to support Ned and Susie later on because right now Susie is not a nice girl. No. Not. But yeah, they're going through it and they find the diary and they're about to read the diary. Cookie comes falling down, takes the diary, and then does a really long bit of trying to get the backpack to stick to his body pack. <laughs> like way too, it was like three times. And I'm like, all right, we, we get it. You can just go, Cookie. Like I'm embarrassed for you now. He was doing his best. He was trying. Yeah. And that really, you know, it, the episode kind of wraps up there. There wasn't, a, a, a ton it was basically the Moe's mystery uh cookie saves Moe's with the backpack but then they get intertwined which is kind of like 
are oh, they yeah. stuck? Are they stuck for life now? Yes, quite possibly. Uh, Ned had a microwave in his backpack, and Gordy runs off because he gets a uh, quesadilla, I think, and and it's too hot for his hands, and he goes running off in the background. Uh, and yeah, uh, they burn Earl, and Ned forgets the most important tip: take out your stuff. You got to empty that backpack before you throw it out. Mm. Yeah. Come on, man. What are you doing, Ned? Rookie mistake. I mean, like, I hope it wasn't valuable. I mean, how much value could it have? I mean, yeah, most of it. It looked like underpants was most of it. Yeah, which is like, at this point, just burn it. And also, why? Maybe it's just me. I get having an extra shirt in school. Why do you need an extra pair of underpants? Like, I guess things happen, right? You know, like, I don't want to question what may or may not happen to people's uh, dietary systems, but there was a lot of underpants around in this school. They talked about tidy whiteies. I don't know. Yeah, like, too many loose underwear in this school for my liking. This is true. Yeah. Uh, Jalen, do you have a tip for me about backpacks? I do. It's an unconventional one. So if you were in the market for like a a work bag, a work backpack, if you will, look at diaper bags because they're made to have lots of compartments, be able to hold lots of things. Some of them have like nice insulated pockets and like the, the modern diaper bag does not look like your standard like diaper bag with a rubber ducky pattern on it. They have like leather ones. They've got ones that are made not to look like diaper bags, but are still super functional instead of just having like an empty pit of doom. Right. I once had a, a diaper bag for a bit because I... <laughs> of course you did. I have a, a, a... As you both know, I have a baby doll in my house. And uh, of course, my bot said baby doll. I couldn't just buy a baby doll. I had to buy, I had to pretend to be a stay-at-home dad. Okay, that was the bit. So oh I bought God. diaper bags. I bought diapers. I bought baby food. I bought baby wipes all for this fake baby. <laughs> so uh, that's my baby. life. Uh, yeah, that's a good tip. I am. I think that's the thing with backpacks is like there's never enough compartments in them. Yeah, I love a good zipper pouch and I love like keeping things in the same zipper pouch over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. like th- that shit's always going to be in that one spot. Got to know where it is. Yeah, setting a routine. Jalen, do you have a side character of the week? <sighs> this was a tricky one because this, this, I'm going to be honest, this is not my favorite episode. It was not. It was, they, they kind of slacked a bit on this one. But if I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be sp- specifically Moe's as Lisa Zemo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because of her impeccable performance as it Lisa was Zemo. phenomenal. Give her the Tony, give her the okay. Oscar, give her the Golden Globe. I feel you. Okay. Naomi, do you have a, a, a character of the week? I mean, it's Backpack Kid, right? Backpack Kid's trove of treasures. You want to be him. You want to be friends with him. It's Backpack Kid, you know? Yeah, I mean, he and he was a good friend to Ned. He was like, "Listen, Ned, I see you're struggling here. Let me, let me just let me let me open the up. shop up for you." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, mine is going to be the real Lisa Zemo because I thought she was <laughs> so sweet to Cookie, uh, taking him under hit her wing, uh, showing him how to eat corn. Uh, 
I, you know, I honestly, the other, if we were talking about main characters, I would have gave it to Cookie because Cookie really wasn't problematic in either episode. He helped his friend with the, her diary. He did. So I want to give kudos to Cookie, even though I can't give him the award. So Lisa, you're getting the award. Uh, fake Lisa, Moe's, you're getting the award. And Backpack Boy, you're getting the award this week. Look at him go. All right. Well, that's Fantastic. the episode. Naomi, thanks for coming on and talking some Neds with us. Yes, my computer sucks, so you can't see me, but I have a big smile on my face because <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with both of you. Um, and Tommy, you're getting a double dose of me because I'm going to be uh, joining you guys for Star Wars tomorrow. Yeah, we're going right into Ooh. another podcast on my other uh, uh, podcast, Stark Wars. Do you have any other uh, stuff you want the, the the audience to know about that you got in the works, Naomi? Or they yeah, can follow so, you on the Twitter? Yeah, at, at Naomi Calhoun. But more importantly, uh, I produce a, I have a podcast called Mike White Was Robbed that is in a hiatus at the moment. But if you want to listen to that or if you want to be a guest, DM me. Um, but more importantly, Survivor New York Season 4 Veterans versus Contenders is airing now on YouTube. Uh, it's a YouTube Survivor series. We work really hard on it. We've got some amazing cast, some org players you might recognize uh, before they were org icons. And and I'm so excited uh, that the season is out and we're podcasting about it as well. So we there's a lot going on if you want to fill the sort of Survivor 41 gap in your heart. We're, we're here for you. We promise we're, we're fun to watch. Yeah, that's awesome. We're we are big Survivor fans and yes. reality television fans in general. And I've just recently got into the live games myself, and uh, it's a lot of fun playing those. So I can can imagine watching them is just as fun. I'll, I'll, if you want my list of of the ones to watch, DM me. I will tell you what you need to do. Yes. Yeah, so do that. Follow Naomi. Find her list for us. You can find me and Jalen. I believe our, our Twitters are on the the info underneath the podcast. You know what the description? We're in yeah. there. Find us. Come check us out if you want. Uh, other than that, keep subscribing. I mean, I guess you, you subscribe once, but keep listening. Yeah. Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your friends to rate us. Uh, tell us how you feel about uh, Backpack Boys Backpack. Would you want a gummy backpack? Probably not. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Uh, and for all of us, remember, together, we can survive the world. <laughs>